I'm here with Joe, who's a local wedding photographer. When I say local, um, he's actually a, a talented and a very modest pro wedding photographer. But you, although you're based in Swindon, you actually cover country and you've been overseas as well with your work, haven't you? So it's not just local, but um, he likes me to say he's a local wedding photographer, so I've said it, and um, there we go. Now, uh, we're here just really talking about geeky stuff, camera stuff. You're more of a artist rather than a geek i would say wouldn't you would you not sort of concur with that or yeah i would concur a little uh, but then i would also say i think i'm 50 50 right um i like to i like to find out what the equipment's capable of right so that i can learn it and not have to think about it right. i'm not too bothered about megapixels and pixel peeping and the vignetting on certain lenses and that's not right. doesn't interest right. me at all right. uh, all i'm interested in is getting the equipment that i can learn i read the whole manual Right. I always read the manual. If I'm going to invest in a piece of equipment, yeah. I read the manual to find out everything it can do. Right. And um, once I once I decide that that's the tool I'm going to use, I'm happy to invest that time. Right. In doing yeah. that, and that makes and, sense. And that it's normally the limitations of the camera are what inspires my creativity to do things. Right. So you're not a chart looking at charts and and all that kind of scientific results and all this no. kind of malarkey. It's what the end result is. That's what you that's what you go by. Not just the end result, the process of oh, okay. doing it. Right. So right. for me, it's right. about two things. It's the process, the ease of use, how I feel using it. Right, right. And then it's the end right. image. Now, you since you started six years ago, I believe you said to me, didn't yep. you? And you chose Canon, which we've done a separate video on. But here today, you've got your Canon 5D Mark III, I think that is, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. so here I've got the Canon 5D Mark III. It's got the 24 to 105 f4 um, lens on it. This is my workhorse lens. I use this at every single wedding right. without fail it's pretty much one of the only lenses i use on this camera the whole day i use right. two yeah. lenses on this camera this is one of them um unless i need to go wider than 24 i don't take this lens off this camera right i can shoot right. a whole wedding day if, if you were to stick me up at um knife point or gunpoint before the wedding and said we're taking all your gear but because you're shooting a wedding we'll let you take one camera and one lens that, that, would, that would be, be you. what i would take that would i would say you, yeah. thanks and i would just grab this and i would go and shoot the whole wedding, and i'd be able to do a good enough job with yeah. just this one camera and one lens right. and a flash in my back pocket, right. you know, yeah. for when needed. Yeah, yeah, very good, right. But um, this is a DSLR, and it's got a mirror box inside. Can I take this off without? Is that right? Yeah. yeah. So that's got a mirror box. Not really anyone to see that, but you can kind of see there's a mirror box inside um, that uh, body, and it's a DSLR, which makes it a hell of a weight. On the table here, we've also got Joe's Fuji XT3. Actually, that's uh, I'd forgotten how heavy that is. That's surprisingly uh, hefty. But um, there's no... It goes the other way. There's no mirror box in the mirrorless. So you see the sensor um, straight down, you know, is exposed to light. Now, you're actually introducing mirrorless into your workflow or have you bought the X-T3 um, just to sort of, I wouldn't say play with because it's too expensive to play with. But do you see mirrorless playing a role in your future work or current work? I do, Bob, yeah. But to me, there's a learning curve with everything. And I don't have to think about using this camera. This camera right. is just a tool. And I don't have to think any situation I'm thrown into, boom. I can use that, this camera to sort right, out. Right. I don't know this camera as well. I haven't right. finished reading the manual on this camera. I haven't I haven't got to the lengths that I need to I'm, go to. I haven't met anyone who reads manuals. I've never, I, don't think I've now, ever, I don't think I've ever read a manual. You have now. Well, a good tip I got from a great wedding photographer called Jerry Guionis is to put the manual by the toilet. And every time um, you go right. to the toilet, just sit there and read a page or two of your manual. 
Yeah. Awesome. So there you go. Okay. That's a tip right. for you. Um, yeah, I love this camera. Um, I just think they're amazing. I love the Sony A7 Mark III when I borrowed that off you. Yeah. And yeah. I shoot differently with mirrorless cameras than I shoot with my DSLR. Right, right. I always use the screen with mirrorless. Okay, I right. never use the viewfinder. Right. The reason why I like to use the screen is because what you're doing is you're, you're just previewing the shot before you take it. So the normal process with a DSLR, you can use live view on a DSLR. I know on my Canons do it, but it's just way more intuitive to see. Instead of taking the photo, looking at it, and then deciding that something may be wrong with it, and then going back and then taking the photo right, again. Yeah. You're looking at the photo, and before you press the shutter, you see what is wrong. Something is in the composition, or the exposure's off. Or you do those settings first, and then you can capture the moment, and then you don't need to look at it anymore. Because yeah, you saw I, it before you took the picture. I mean, for me, I'm a, a big mirrorless fan, right? Um, and there's many reasons I do predominantly video as opposed to stills. I do go out uh, with me missus and take stills and with me brother, but I do really, really enjoy that. But one thing I love about mirrorless, A, what you see is what you get, as long as you've got the settings right. So whether you're looking through the viewfinder or looking at the monitor, so you can see it's overexposed, you can see it's underexposed. For mirrorless, that just that alone is a fantastic thing for me. Um, and the weight of mirrorless um, video, there's many advantages when you're doing video with mirrorless. Um, with the DSLRs, you got to, uh, you got to got to put it into uh, live view mode. I think we called it in the live view mode. Then the focus points are different with mirrorless. They can put the phase detect points on the sensor. So you can get your eye detects. See, with me, because I've got crap eyes, I need really good autofocus. So, you know, there's so many advantages. But I understand also from a workflow point of view and, um, you know, getting the job done, those cameras there, were, you, know, um, you know, do really well for you, don't they? They do the job. Bob. Yeah, yeah. And that's the difference. I think I mentioned to you before about the, the screwdriver or the, the yeah, drill. Indeed. Yeah, you know, It's the process of the photography that I enjoy. Right. So if I was going to, let's just say I was going to go and shoot something for just a project that I want to do for myself, not work. Yeah, yeah. Mirrorless every time. Oh, really? The right, weight, right. the ease of use, the enjoyment of uh, using it. Yeah, yeah. Now, yeah. but when it comes to doing a high-pressure high job where the bride and the bride's dad are going to be walking down the aisle and right. you cannot recreate it. No, you can't shot, recreate it, yeah. You, I need something that I just know. I yeah. can't trust the camera yeah. to go on that face and not jump to another face. It's, when I shoot DSLR, I tell the camera what to do. When I shoot mirrorless, I right. let the camera tell me that the focus is right right. that this is right Right. that that's right I let it tell me and I'm impressed that every time I shoot at 1.2 on this 56 mil right 1.2 lens I shoot 1.2 of my my child one of my children and I shoot it and I zoom in quickly and it's absolutely tack sharp on the eyeball every time I do it it's just tack I'm not talking about them running around I'm not about they're sat down or they're just looking at me or we're doing something and I just take a test shot in certain light every time it never fails me Right. It's on the top. But right, I'm trusting right. the camera to do that. Yeah. If I was shooting my DSLR with an 85mm on my, on my Mark IV, I would have to shoot it at 1.8, check it, kind of in focus, check it again, check it again. But at least I know if the mistake is made, it's me making the mistake. But, I mean, keep going, no, keep talking. There's a lot of mirrorless cameras now. I mean, there's the, you've got on the table here. Is that it? Yep. Yeah. Um, You've got on the table here the Canon M3. It's quite an old camera now, but you're loving it. I mean, look at the size of that. That I is know. just awesome, isn't it? It is great. And I'm loving this for... Um, 
Oh, vlogging. Regions. Vlogging. Lo- uh, well, I'm loving this for lots of different reasons. I don't vlog, but I might be starting a vlog. So uh, the reason why I love this camera, right, is because it's Canon. And this particular ca- camera with this setup, it's just so easy. The autofocus isn't great. The face detection, it kind of does a job. It's a little bit rough around the edges. But that's what I like about it. I don't like... I don't. It's not all about perfection and sometimes the the limitations help with the creation yeah bob and yeah. i'm a believer completely in that. right and, yeah. I, and i enjoy yeah. the fact right this this i can't this doesn't have image stabilization no it doesn't but if i'm no, filming something no. it's going to be a little bit shaky yeah. but yeah. i'm happy with that yeah i'm not working with this no i'm doing no. it for fun no see that isn't the tool you would take out no to <laughs> turn up no. yeah. um, and neither would harry uh, to film a show yeah. or film any of his corporate stuff and to oh, i'm going to film it today with this Mr. Client. Yeah, I mean, it would, but, it doesn't, you know. but I mean, at the same time as well, could it be filmed with this? Yes, it could. Yes, it could. Could yeah. this be used as a tool? Yes, 100%. Yeah. It could yeah. be used as a tool. Yeah. It would be a lot more difficult and you'd have to double check everything and it would be a very difficult job yeah. to do yeah. a good job with it. Yeah. But you can. Yeah. You could still use yeah. this. Yeah. You could you could use a, a perfectly precision hammer to put a nail in the wall. You could just use a rock. Yeah. But it's going to be easier with the hammer. Yeah. And it's going to be a cleaner job. Yeah. Yeah. But this isn't necessarily the rock, but... What I like about this is it's not a toy. It could be used as a tool, but I use right. it as a toy. Yeah. And yeah. because it's a toy, it's fun. Yeah. And I enjoy playing with yeah. toys. And yeah. I enjoy going, yeah. okay, I'm going to get a quick shot and shoot it the same way as I would shoot the X-T3. Yeah. Um, you know, there are lots of these products that are crossing the borders between yeah. hobbyists yeah. and professionals. Now, in the right hands, they can be used as tools. Right. But... You, in certain situations, they will not hold up, right? Like the professional equipment. Yeah. So, but what I'm getting at is that the point is is that the Osmo is a great, a great pocketable thing. There's a lot to be said about being able to use those toys for. Yeah. Now, I don't want to offend anybody. Somebody might be doing their whole gig, running their whole business from an Osmo, and that's fine. You might have a whole. Yeah. You know, uh, completely fine. Yeah. It, it, the tool doesn't matter. No. It, but then it does matter when it gets to a when it gets to a yeah. terrible situation. Yeah. It does matter. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, these chairs do squeak. You're right. I was saying they're squeaking <laughs> a lot. Yeah. It's very uh, no, it's just started squeaking even more. But there we go. So, so you will be introducing possibly mirrorless into your professional life, although you're using it already in your um, sort of personal life. But, um, yeah, so advantages with mirrorless, as we've said earlier, are compact size. Well, that's not so compact. Um, you see what you get, etc., etc. But, um, yeah, I, I will stick with mirrorless. You're going to be using both, obviously. Well, I always said, Bob, if I stop doing weddings in the future, I'll get rid of my Canons. With you? Not because no. I don't like Canon, just because I, would just, I don't need dual card slots. No. And when you no. don't need dual card slots, it opens up to things like this. The little uh, X100F. Yeah, or the X70 yeah. that I've got. Yeah. Or, I yeah. mean, I've got the X100. I don't have the X100F. But yeah. what I mean is that is a little fixed focal length camera, and that's yeah. all I would have. Yeah. Because I no longer need the tool. Yeah. I yeah. just need the, to play. I just need to document my family growing up. I just need to take some portraits of some friends right. or something like that. Although the X-T3 has got dual, uh, dual SD cards. It like, does have dual SD yeah. cards. So this could be a tool. Yeah. This is perfectly capable of shooting weddings. Plenty of great wedding photographers are already using this tool yeah. to get great results. Yeah. The low light performance is great. There's nothing in this camera that I have seen that have said it would not be good enough to do a wedding. No, and the lenses are excellent as well. The Fuji lenses are... But the uh, issue comes back to my clients paying me what I would consider a lot of money for my services. They pay me the money and I don't have time to make mistakes by trusting the camera. Yeah, I can see what you're saying. So I I use my tools to to do the job and I use those to play. One day in a year, 
I might completely migrate. I've got all the lenses that I bought a few yeah. for the Fuji. Yeah. So I've got enough you you know, yeah. with cameras yeah. and to, to move straight to Fuji tomorrow if I want you to. Have. Yeah, indeed. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, there we go. So um, I hope you found that interesting. I actually do really enjoy chatting to Joe. He's always got an inspiration and got an inspiration. It's inspirational. Um, <laughs> Joe, thanks very, very much for taking part and uh, uh, being on the channel. Really appreciate it. We, I want to do more collaborative work with you and that would be really exciting. Maybe get out and about and doing things. Thanks for listening to this podcast and please subscribe if you haven't already done so. Cheers for now. Bye.